a long time ago. We used to be friends, but I... It's Okay, we we're experts on Veronica Mars. Right. Well, we have an expert on Veronica <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's going to be great. Man. Oof, Veronica. I mean, like, there's, there's so many people that we had to go through. She needed information from someone who she basically tore apart to even get started on her, you know, mission on, um, she had Blair Waldorf. What's her name? Oh yeah. Ca uh, uh, Carrie Bishop. Carrie Bishop. That whole thing actually, that was, that was another very interesting episode. Um, that was one with Adam Scott, who I love. And it was one yes. of those things where Veronica knew she was right was right, but then accepted that she was right for the wrong reasons and still kind of helped the other girl kind of get her come up. And I like how Keith got in an argument with his daughter and he told his own daughter, she deserves to be heard. Yeah. All I'm doing is providing information so that she can be heard. Yeah. And I like that. It, he gave it doesn't her... matter whether it's true or not, or whether you feel like it's true or not. The person deserves to be heard. Well, he, um, I, I do like that he gave her the space to kind of come to, to make her own mistakes. And as much as she was trying to get this, you know, teacher off the hook for what he was doing, she did feel a bit of trepidation at it. And she didn't want to admit it because she's like, oh, he's a great teacher. He's a great teacher. He's a great teacher. And yeah. he is, but... He's also a monster. So <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Which, um, like a, a quick little fun fact about that. You notice that the characters' names are Mr. Rooks. Then we have Susan Knight and Carrie ah, Bishop. Knight, Bishop, good. and Rook. It's a game of chess. Yeah. Just want to insert that fun fact. Okay. Keep going with what you were saying. No, I like <laughs> it. I was wondering about the names because I was like, Brooks? And they were like, no, Rooks. And I was like, whose name is Rooks? <laughs> I, was, I, was like, what I think it was very like? intentional. <laughs> yeah. It, I didn't put that together at all. So I really like the sweet knees. I think I was so stuck on sweet knees. I forgot about Susan Knight completely. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really liked that episode and i thought that it was a really and i do like when veronica was there and she saw the black silk sheets and she heard the music she was like i have to go <laughs> i like that she was like because some people will be like i will prove that it's not him and i'm going to stay and then i'm gonna and i'm like girl you're gonna end up in a situation get out <laughs> you know what you saw get out and go about your business so i gotta say that episode is really interesting to watch today though yes. because because the fact that, like, Veronica wasn't believing the woman in this yeah. situation. She was believing the man. So, it's, I feel like that's just a lot to unpack there. And, but I it was also... also very uh, present because the idea that people just assume that if you're a woman, you must have this, like, feminist kind of point of view. Or because you're a rape victim, that you are the authority on rape, like Veronica was. But the truth is people rationalize things to make themselves the exception or or feel so guilty about what happened to them that they put that guilt on a lot of other people in this at the same time. Well, and I think that's, oh, that's any of those topics without 
it didn't go deep into it. Right. And it's probably good that it didn't because right. at that time they weren't ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that it was very interesting in this, especially because Veronica didn't like Carrie. And so you kind of had that, that, you know, Carrie was the gossip and Carrie was spreading rumors about her and she already... Was she the gossip girl? Yeah, she was the gossip girl. I love it. And, oh. um, right? <laughs> XOXO. And I'm here so, all week. <laughs> and so um, she really just did not like her. And I thought that, uh, I think that that, I think they also did a good job, if I'm remembering correctly. But I don't think that Veronica ever went down the route of, well, you're a slut, so you're obviously lying, you know, and that that's a very, that would have been a very easy out that I've seen some other shows take. Yeah. And so I was glad that they didn't necessarily it go down there. cover it with, um, what is uh, the other girl that Duncan dated? Uh, Paris Hilton. Meg. Oh, Duncan. Oh, Meg. Meg. We're yes, going to talk Meg about sister, that episode. Meg's oh, sister my God. brings up to Veronica look, just because I'm the problem child or just because I'm the slut doesn't mean I did it. That kind of thing. Yes. It, they worked it in, but it would have been a very good episode to do that. Meg's sister is everything. I love, She's like, I may hate her, but I also love her. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I love Meg's sister. Meg <laughs> and me, we have a problem. So we're going to get to that in just a second. Do we talk about who killed Lily? Well, no, I know. We're going to, because all of that circles back into that. So we were like introduce it. Right. Questions we weren't really supposed to talk about them, and then we did it anyway. Oh uh, well, we'll be all right. Um. <laughs> so who killed Lily Kane? My God. So uh, we kind of start with the whole Abel Coons, which of course no one believed, and then we and that whole shenanigans of blackmail and bribery and terminal mm-hmm. illness and all that stuff. And so um, then we get to, was it Duncan? And we get the flashback of Duncan's holding Lily by the thing. And he's got blood on his mouth because for some reason he was kissing her open wounds. And just <laughs> all this stuff. He's like, I love you, Lily. And so, you know, then, you know, they were like, uh, yeah, the washer was going. And they're like, they've had a maid for like 20 years. I don't think they've ever done a load of their wash in the last 15 years. He's like, why was the wash? And it was Duncan's uniform. And I was like, dang, Duncan, did you kill your sister? So then one of the best uh, scenes, but again, it kind of ran into a lot of miscommunication, but uh, Veronica and Logan are getting down in uh, Veronica's or in Logan's room. That wasn't Logan's room. It's the pool house. Okay. There we go. And she notices like a wire coming from the ceiling fan, like a little thing that kind of looks like a camera. And she's like, "Mm, what's that? She opens up the cover, and of course, it's Cameron. She's like, "Oh, I got to go!" <laughs> and so she yeah, because she initially thinks Logan is fil- is going to film the two of them. I just oh, we have so much to say about that. But <laughs> so um, they find some tapes that Lily had hidden, and on the tapes it shows her, and she is boning down with none other than uh Aaron Eccles aka Harry Hamplin aka Ugh. making love <laughs> that moment I remember like watching that like live yikes and the moment when Veronica says oh my god I literally streamed the TV oh my god like uh, right along with it like I don't know like that entire scene blew my mind entirely I was shocked 
Because I was still thinking, okay, it's going to be Weevil. It's going to be, you know, anything. I That one did get me. Mm-hmm. How about you, I Philip? I love that so much. The first two times I watched it, I was completely shocked. Yeah. <laughs> they did a <laughs> this great last, this job. This last time, I knew exactly what was going to happen. The only part I didn't remember was what Duncan's part in all of it was. Right, right. You see, because I, for some reason I had made up in my head that she was still alive, but because he zoned out, she died instead of calling for help. Oh, oh no, yeah. She was already dead. That would have been a better way to go so he could still have some guilt after. Oh, no, no. I want it 100%. I loved the way that they did it. Because, mm-hmm. um, because Duncan is a main character and he's coming back and we don't need a, another season of angst. From him, so I was perfectly fine with Aaron Eccles being the one to just do the hammer. Although her injuries were not uh, equal to him hitting her. What did he hit her with? An ashtray. Oh, it was an ashtray. That's a huge yeah. ashtray. But yeah, her injuries were wild. And I was just like, girl. I don't know how the ashtray didn't shatter. I mean, like, what kind of, what was the ashtray What made was of? it? Ma- it was like a geode or it something. Was, it was a very thick And it was ashtray. big. It was but was big. she must have hit the side of the pool, the side of the table, everything else. Because she her head was split open. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't understand. <laughs> But um, I will say, because they and they set it up so well, because she's like, I have a secret and it's a good one. And you're like, oh, OK, she about to tell her about Weevil, because then we had the Paris Hilton thing at the beginning with the guy. What, Romeo? What was the name of the dude she was with? Uh, oh, my remember. God. You mean uh, Weevil's brother? Yeah, cousin. cousin. Oh, um, let's see if it's on here. Because they shared the grandma and he's the one who... Yeah, yeah. Uh, which episode was that? that? was episode two. Two, there we go. Um... Was it really? Yeah, yeah. it was very was early. Was episode two. I was shocked. That was so early. And Chardo? Yeah, oh, Chardo? Chardo, yeah. there we go. And so, um, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> so they had that. And then you had, so then I was like, okay, the parallel. And I was like, ooh, they really trying to get Weevil. And then Aaron Eccles popped up like, hey. <laughs> and then when he, <laughs> now I was mad when he popped up in Veronica's car. Because I'm like, sis, you didn't check your backseat or nothing. Like, we know too much. No, there's no way. It's just a typical, like, horror movie. Right. Style. And then I love that she but, crashed her car into the tree. Like, she knew what to do. But then when he put her in that fridge, I was like, oh my and God. then Keith Mars was on fire. I was like, y'all are doing the most. <laughs> I was loving it. That is it. such a great yeah. episode of television. It really is. They did a great job with that. Philip, he's just like, ah. Uh, that ending, I was just like, oh my God. And then and then he runs into the street and then it's like, oh. boom. Yeah, like, I thought he was going to get away. I'm like, okay, he got hit by the car. Oh, they called him. Yes. Oh, my God. That was And then nuts. still on the ground, all broken, he's trying to order around the police. So funny. <laughs> oh, my. And so that kind of leads me. Let's talk about, um, I want to, s- do I want to start? No, let's, let's end with Logan. Because I have a lot to say about Logan. <laughs> Um, Duncan Kane, I don't care about Duncan Kane. Huh? Yeah, the ships. Yeah, men of Mars. Men of Mars. (laughs) 
So Veronica had four boyfriends, let's say as I. There is this great shirt. You know those Ann shirts where it's like this and that and that and yeah, the yeah, other, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it, it's like Duncan and Troy and uh, Duncan and Leo and Troy and Duncan and really? Logan. And, uh, yeah, it just goes all the way. It's really cute. So People I actually like, I remember Troy Vandergraaff. I, I remember Troy from the... I loved Troy. Dude, it was worse. <laughs> Wait, because so, while I was rewatching this... I, in season two, there's a rich guy who has something going on more than he is letting on. And I thought that was the storyline for Troy, and it wasn't. It was slightly different. So, um, yeah, Duncan is neither here or there. I, I never felt the chemistry between them. And so oh. he just, he was such a non-starter for me. But um, Troy, I love that Troy was kind of, Oh, wait, hold on. I felt chemistry, but it was right before, like, it was those that episode or two before the dance where it was all perfect, and then you have Meg come in, and it's like, oh, shit. That... But, and then, but then I didn't care anymore. After that, it was just, like, because what okay. other people? God dang it. Let's talk about Meg. <laughs> For her to be upset that Duncan was, like, getting mad over Veronica, but she got mad at Veronica about it. And I was like, Meg, yeah. you just went through a whole thing where Veronica stood by your side while everybody called you a slut, a whore, you know, all this crap. And now you're going to do the typical high school friend thing. I didn't understand why yeah. they made that turn. And right. I know there's some stuff that happens in season two, but... I didn't feel like it needed this kind of setup. If this was going to happen, then I needed Duncan and Veronica to kiss. Or I needed something to actually happen between them. Because none of that was Veronica's fault. Or I needed Meg, I needed Veronica to call out Meg on what she was exactly. doing. Instead of cowering to the way she was acting. Right. She acted guilty. She was like, oh, you know, it's my fault that Meg is acting. And I'm like, no, you have nothing to do with this. But Duncan I is the also, one who beat up his car <laughs> over Veronica. I kind of wonder if because of what was going on with Logan, she felt like, oh, I'm kind of being a little naughty too. Like maybe I shouldn't get upset. Probably. But again, that's, it's, it's not but directed it, it in the sense. right it's just place. Just one of those illogical things where you kind of like let yourself get crapped on. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, girl, but but what it leads to isn't worth it. And that's well, why I'm just like, yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. In season one, Meg's not really mad at Veronica. She is, she's more mad at Duncan because she's Oh, she no, saw she's it. pissed at Veronica because- In, in I, season one, though? Yes. Not in season one. Yes. No, not in season one because no, 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 Meg no. keeps trying to call Veronica and like hang out and, and like do stuff. And Veronica keeps- um, not Meg. No, 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 no. After the dance. It's after the dance, and it's not very much, but she shades Veronica entirely. Like, she is anti. And she's just like, um, oh, say something, Veronica. What? Do you have something to say to me? And just being like really snotty. And then Veronica's what? like, yes. I feel like that was season two. I'm, yeah, no, season it's not two. season two. I promise you, because she wasn't with. Um, she wasn't with. Oh, you're Dumb right. She yes. has some kind of confrontation and she tells her something. She tries to either get information from her or tries to tell her something. And then um, uh, Meg is like, 
oh, what, do you have something to say to me, Veronica? But it was before Veronica and Duncan were broken up. So it might have been the first episode of season two, but it was flashbacking to the summer and to all that stuff. But no, Meg acted terribly towards her. And it was just like all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, how did this happen all of a sudden? I'll see if I can find it. But I didn't... (laughs) I did okay. not like that turn. And I was just like, that was Veronica's one friend. She was the one, or the one decent O-Niner. And then they took her and then made her indecent over some nonsense where I'm just like, this didn't need to happen. Oh God, I have a lot to say about Leo. Um, okay, that is actually my favorite. Leo, hmm, hmm. So, okay. Gosh darn. Leo. (laughs) Okay. So I love Max Greenfield. And of course I watched this after New Girl. And so I was just all on the Max Greenfield train. Love him. And he's also in Lemony Snicket briefly and loved him there. He does this thing where he is just smiles McGee until you make him mad. And then he's just like, you hurt me. But it means extra more because, you know, you've hurt a genuinely good person. (laughs) And but and so in season four, when he comes back, there's a scene where he is kind of, you know, like a cat. And I'm like, ooh, that's not Leo. And then it ends up not being what you think. So I was like, okay, Leo is a very... Mm, I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah, right? <laughs> so Leo is a very specific personality. He's a very specific person. And there was no way that that was going to end well with Veronica. <laughs> because they are just too opposed. And... He's one of those people that are like, I don't want to see you hurt because you're genuinely a good guy. But then you're also like, mm, you're a little too good. You know, it's like, you, you need <laughs> At to- the same time now, like he was 20 and she was 17, so. <laughs> but I didn't even think, but you know what? So we always have this whole thing in the Teen Wolf fandom um, of the age difference of like 17 to 24, 23, 22, whatever. And people get all, and I'm like 17 and 20. I remember- it's one of those things that's a big deal when you're 17 to 20, but then when you turn 30 and you look back, you're like, that's not, that's not. Because if deal. you're a freshman <laughs> dating a senior, then two that's years different. and you're a junior right. and he's 20. Exactly. And so, that's what, ha- that's why they have that Romeo and Juliet law, because it's like, you have that, you know, where it's not illegal. You have that kind of grace period because that happens. Like people, yeah. you know, 17 or 18 is such an arbitrary number. But yeah. Right. I don't think the grace period is that large, but isn't um, it like it's one like two, or two years. years? Yeah, I think two officially, but you know. And I think they were uh, like 26 months or something. <laughs> it was some yeah, nonsense. This would have been technically three years. Well, of, no, but theirs wasn't. I don't know, what, she says the number of months. She does, yeah. I think it was like 26, it would be 28, something like that. Yeah, it was just like, just maybe two and a quarter, but it was just enough. Yeah. like It's, he, more, it, it's more than 24 months. He had just much. turned 20, and she still had a few months before 18, you know? And it was yeah. just like, okay, sis. But, um, so yeah, I didn't, the age difference never meant anything to me. What did get me was him being a cop and her being a high school student, because I was yeah. like, you know, of course, the power imbalance in that realm, which, of course, ended up being another Teen Wolf thing. And, but they legit had an 18 to 25, 24 year difference. 
And, um, but she was a, still a high school student for, for some reason. And then he was a cop. And so I'm like, no, that's not okay. Whatever. I don't know. So at this point, I just don't care. <laughs> but, um, I liked Leo. I loved him as kind of a foil, but, um, I thought he, he did his job and then he went home. You know, and I'm like, I'm yeah. good with that. I'm good with that. I mean, it, it was a good, it was, I liked him. I wanted it, like, I really liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loved him, I, yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have, like, the Logan Veronica dynamic, I love it. It was terribly toxic, and I loved it. Oh, every um, minute. <laughs> The um, but yeah, like I mean, in an alternate universe, universe, I would have liked to see Veronica be with Leo and like him helping her on cases and like getting in trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. And and you know, but, Keith loved him some Leo, so it was just I was it was interesting that we didn't get a lot of interaction between them in terms of him dating her. But, you know, I figured they just had to do whatever they could for time. They were trying to do, like, a placeholder before eventually putting Veronica and Logan together. Exactly, exactly. So, speaking of which, Logan. Um, <laughs> Logan. They tried to play it off as, like, hate sex, you know, before. And I'm like, I really felt that they were kind of using each other to kind of substitute for Lily, to substitute for Duncan. And um, because, I mean, they hated each other. And I mean, they used to toss those barbs around. But I also understand completely why they got together. And but because of that, I understood exactly why it was toxic, (laughs) why it was not a good relationship. I mean, I think he felt like out of everyone she cared when they were, he was trying to figure out what happened to his mom. And I think that him saving her when she thought that she was being kidnapped, uh-huh. it was like, oh, wow, you came. You hate me, and you came. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> oh, it, was that, it was that kind of, like, we hate each other, but we would pretty much do anything to save each other at the same time. Well, but again... And and it was like the whole world is falling down around us and I need someone. I think that that is... um, I think that that's something that kind of comes through them having that connection through Duncan and Lily and, you know, trying to hold on to even a semblance of that. And so... um, but I will say, so for Logan, his journey, we talked a little bit about this in the first, uh, the first episode of ours, in that for me, Logan is one of those people where he was given a wide berth with the things that came out of his mouth. He oh, yeah. said yeah, oh, a totally. lot of nonsense and was really kind of allowed to get away with it in a way, but I feel like the show kind of inadvertently gave him some comeuppance, but then it, it was just too much. It was like, he has an abusive dad, which I had completely forgot about Harry Hamlin taking off that belt <laughs> and being like, He didn't oh. just take off the belt. He made him choose yes, a belt. I 
Oh, that seems so disturbing. Oh I God. loved it. I was like, oh. <laughs> and when he just took off his shirt automatically and his door was closing, I was like, God dang, dang. <laughs> At the same time, though, Logan's still fucking racist. <laughs> oh, God, Logan. But he has so many problems. And I think that the show was like, the sh- I think what the show was trying to do is be like, this is why Logan has problems. But what it kind of came off as is, hey, he has a problem, a, a problemed childhood. So, um, you should feel bad yeah, him. you should feel bad for him. Is it yeah. this that someone is like, does someone say to him something about um, just because you had a kind of crappy childhood doesn't mean, oh, I can't remember. That might not have even been this. Not in season one, at least. Okay. Well, um, I do feel like, some shows definitely do that where they make the problem white guy. Um, he has some kind of like traumatic history and it's like, oh, for him. And they forget about everything he did. Yeah. I, this case, it's the weird mix of like the insecurity of his, of like living in an abusive household. Right. And then his thing about, you know, he knows generally that his dad is always cheating on his mom. But then like he also I think he knows. He still And so well, he creates yeah. these stunts for attention with He's his a dad. Stunt queen. I think that <laughs> and I think that translates to his really that power dynamic, I think he feels like it works. And so he's translated that to his um conversations with other people. And I think Oh, definitely. Know, one of the things he was saying was of course it's it comes from a racist place to say those specific things, knowing that they will cause that harm. But he would have said anything but it that is, would have harmed anyone to keep them away or to keep them compliant. It is definitely a, um, it's a transference of power. It is a complete misdirection. Like he can't say this to his dad. And because that's also kind of the other part of it is that regardless of how much he hates his dad, he also loves his dad. And, and then it looks like Lily treated him like crap, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really abusively crappy. Yeah. Like, and so he had, compounding ish- he had compounding issues. I think that's why it was easier to make room for it. But, yeah, back then, I feel like, yeah, we were like, oh, poor him. I feel like nowadays we're a little bit more aware that, like, okay, he still is a kind of a jackass. Like, <laughs> Well, I think that's why they gave him such a dramatic turn in season four. The problem is, I think that it was too dramatic. <laughs> I don't think that there was enough um, lead up. And we'll get to that when we get Isn't to season like 10 four. Years li- okay, we'll get to that when well, we get to season four. Well, it's 15 years. years. <laughs> but, but it's well, no, but the problem is gonna... that Logan completely changed. Veronica didn't. And so oh, okay. it's like, okay, what are we doing here? So, yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. But I did yeah. like about Logan was that Logan got something out of Veronica that he didn't get from anyone else. She wasn't trying to use him. Well, I think... And... I like, no, I really think that they were trying to use each other and they knew it. I think oh, it no, was I, more I mean, that. like, you know, like she wasn't trying to use his money or his name right. or any of that. Yeah. And I think that was something new for him. She wasn't and, trying to take advantage of him. Yeah. And then for Veronica... In contrast with Duncan, this was someone that she could be terrible with. Like, she could be her real self with because nothing she did was going to be worse than the way Logan was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it was true. freeing in a way. And I think oh. that's what I liked about it was that Veronica didn't have to be the sweet girl O-Niner from back then like she did when she was with Duncan. Well, he didn't want her to be, but um, there's still just something, because I, Lord, I did like... I know it changes, but... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like them kind of, you know, being together, and I understood why. they. But them trying to make it normal is what really wrecked it because their definition of normal isn't everyone's definition of normal and they weren't quite at the point where they could accept that about each other. And so, um, and then I just think that Logan had, and of course, as we'll see when we go into season two, the timing was just all crazy. So we'll get into that. But um, I... I thought it was very interesting when uh, Trina kind of came into the picture and, oh, Allison Hannigan, so cold-blooded, wearing the mama's clothes, getting, using her credit card. That hey, broke my heart. Her mom. I know, I know. Oh, so sad. But then, Ugh. and so again, we're just pining for Logan because he's been sitting in that lobby like, I am not leaving. Book me a room if you need to send over groom service. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not leaving. And then he was just like, Mom. And she's like, oh, hey, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh. There are two things about her. One, I was surprised that she came to pick up Logan when he was drunk. Um, I was not expecting mm, that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, that's still her brother. And I guess she's, you know, she feels something for him. At the yeah, end like, of the day. And, like, that makes sense later. But, like, while I was watching it fresh, like, I didn't expect her to do that. She seemed very self-centered and she could care less about him mm -hmm. after what right. happened. Um, and oh, then, but then if you also think about it, though, is that she is a yeah. daddy's girl and daddy's yeah. number one thing is don't embarrass me. <laughs> so she's like, I'm fixing this up for you, dad. And then the second thing was, I thought her abuse story was fake. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I, 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 thought, I thought briefly. Was, I thought she was putting on prop makeup to make it look like she'd been beat up. So I briefly like, I thought, thought it was that. gonna come out like Dad, I was lying to you. He never touched me. Look, it's fake. I was looking for something like that and it didn't I was like, oh no, he really did hit her. Yeah. Really? And I thought I thought that briefly when she was asking Logan for the money. And I was like, did this have a just but then when she was talking to the dad later and she was like trying to conceal and everything, I was like, Oh, ooh, he's really No, I thought that was still part of the act. Yeah, no, nah, and because because I knew after that, I knew that Harry Hamlin was going to go upside the boy's head. And he did because he's like, I'm basically that person. And my dad was that person. Yeah, that's why a, that's I'm amore. this person. Exa oh, so good. That's I loved good scene. that scene. But it just also showed you kind of the generational kind of stepping down where he's like, I hate my dad. My dad was abusive drunk, but also choose this belt. <laughs> and yeah. we're going to take care of you. You know, so it's like, God dang. This is a never-ending cycle, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, um, but that idea that people have that when they go through a certain trauma, and then someone else goes through a less severe version of that trauma, they're like, "That's nothing compared to what I went through." So you should shut up. Yeah. And that happens through everything. It happened with Veronica and the rape. Yeah. Uh, it happens here with Aaron and his dad, and the way he treats Logan, and it's addressed the. It comes out a few times without really being addressed, but yeah. Yeah. 
Should we say who our favorite ships are? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yours? Yeah. Um, I, I hate that I'm saying this, but I gotta say Veronica and Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I like Keith Leisha. <laughs> Keith Leisha? Keith Leisha. I love them. Um, I gotta love Harry Hamlin and Lisa Rinna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but gosh. just because they're Ham- Harry Hamlin and Lisa Rinna. In I real also- life, not their characters. Right, exactly. Love them. <laughs> But yes, I love uh, when Keith, at the end of season one, where Keith is in the hospital and Alicia is there, and she's just mm-hmm. like, all right, boo, I'm here. You can come back to me. Aw. Baby, come back. <laughs> Who's yours, Philip? Veronica Leo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that chemistry together. It didn't last very long. But obviously, I'm still here for Veronica and Logan. I will say, I did The like, way they clash is beautiful. I like their chemistry. I love their banter. And I did think that they had chemistry um, between her and Leo. Uh, I love feeling sorry for Logan. And I love the way he teases Veronica. Well, he's a wooby. He is 100% a wooby. And it's so funny. It's something I didn't think about until Percy Dagg said it at the fan event. But... Jason Doring really puts a lot of thought into his characters and his lines. And that's one reason that I really liked him is that, especially with a lot of the lines he said, he could have been really one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he really said the lines in a way where he was like, yeah, this is what I would say. Even when they gave him the wildest stuff to say, he owned it. He leaned into it. He had this very kind of flippant personality and it wasn't the OC uh Seth um ugh, it's one of the Seth. Is that the character's name? I feel like I know No, Adam that's Brody. the actor name. It's Seth Bro- Je- uh yeah. Adam Brody? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. But that was his real name. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Was Adam Brody. Yeah. There we go. Character name is I call Seth, Seth Cohen. Thank you. <laughs> it like, took us like a million Seth. years to get that. No big deal. <laughs> It took me a while to care. You know what? Right? Right? But I don't care. I love him. But, um, okay. So He's very cute. So the OC, what were we talking about? I don't, I don't, I don't know how you got from. (laughs) How did we get to Seth and Summer? Um, wow. The, The female actress got us to Seth, which got us to the OC. But no, someone thought it was Orange County. No, it was. Oh no! Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Logan Eccles could have easily been Seth Cohen, (laughs) but the way he played it was a lot different. (laughs) And that was my point. (laughs) We're gonna have to do outtakes on this episode because it is. This is. This is. This is us actually trying to be on topic. Oh my god. And being on topic, there's just so much. <laughs> okay, what is now? I'm gonna still look for this, but oh cameo corner. Okay. So um Melissa Leo, I know the name. What is she in? She was in the movie The Fighter. She Thank won an Oscar for it. Okay, yep, there we go. Um, she was in Meet John. Who did she play? Oh, I never actually saw the movie. Oh. <laughs> I just know she was in no, it. No, 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 no. I mean in the episode. In the episode. In Veronica Mars. Oh, uh, Melissa Leo. Hold on. Let me. It says she was in Meet John Smith. Meet John Smith. She was a trans woman. Yes. Okay. Yes. That 
That episode was so ahead of its time. That was. That was wild. I remember watching them, but like they did that. Yeah. Great episode. I thought that that was really well done. It was kind of, it was very sad, but then I also liked that the son was like, well, you know, that's still my dad. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and that she was coming into the store like every week to see him. But oh, then it also tough. said something about the love interest of her husband. And I was like, oh, you have her in a full blown like relationship with this other dude. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, this is a huge deal, Veronica Mars. And I they're mean, just like... I didn't even remember this happened. Yeah, I forgot about it, too. In fact, yeah. when I started watching the episode, I was like, oh, yeah. That, I was like, oh! Oh, yeah! <laughs> and they just acted like, oh, yep, everyday thing. <laughs> you know, it was just like... But then also really tapped into the reality of if this is a decision I have to make, then I have to let go of my kid. You know, and that that was like the only option then. It was wild. And so, right. yeah, I thought that that was a very cool episode. I, well, I don't think it was so much of like, you know, um, her giving up her kid. I think it was more so like her, um, the kid's mom. Um, when, I say, when I say mom, I mean like the biological mom, like essentially forced the dad out of the picture. But I think that me... the fact that, I mean, you know, you can take it to court or whatever, but he's not going to win in a court of law. He's no, not going to win any kind of custody. Right, right, You know, right. Uh, the dad. And then so when the dad becomes, you know, a she, it's like, or when, you know, when she begins the transitioning, it's just like, she has no other recourse. She has to, like, the only way she could see yeah. her son is by going to the video store once a week mm-hmm. and, and especially back in the day with like trans visibility wasn't really a thing was either. not a thing at all i mean it's not, i mean that's why they had to get a cisgender woman to what well, exactly <laughs> and then even the idea of because back then they would have just said a cross-dresser and left it at that versus yeah. you know someone being trans so it's just like Wow. I gotta say, this is one of the good portrayals of trans people yeah. in Veronica Mars. Because season two, there's a worse portrayal of trans, oh, no. of a trans person. Ooh, so, I don't remember that, but we're going to get there. We'll get there <laughs> the next one. I mean, I think this was really great here. I mean, you, you show a trans person who loves and accepts themselves, who is in a committed relationship with somebody else. Yes. And it's not a secret in the relationship. Exactly. They're not hiding or deceiving anyone. It's mm-hmm. a real genuine relationship. And you have a child coming to terms with it. And you have Veronica, like, seeing, like, hey, that's still your dad. Like, yeah. she drives hours to come just to glance at you. And it was very interesting because... Um... She, even having to move to San Diego, you know what I mean? Like, just to move to a bigger city so that she could live the way that she wanted to live. It was just like, oh, it was just really, it was so well done. I thought that that was a very good episode, especially for the time. It was just like, oh. It was a big deal Mm -hmm. because back then, like, people would say, like, oh, well, don't you love your children? Why would you do that to your child? Right. Exactly. And not like, why wouldn't you... This didn't play into that, where, like, the parent just completely divorced from their child because all they care about is themselves. Like, she was heartbroken, and she, like, went to incredible odds to at least make sure her child was okay. Well, it's the difference between why would you leave your child versus why would you be trans? You know, like, why would you be trans? That's going to hurt your kid. And it's just like, yikes! You know, that's such a, it's such a big 
leap, but it's something that I felt was just, it was just really accurately displayed. And again, and watching I, in 2019, time, you're just like, wow. What was there, like two states that had civil unions? Oh my God. Oh, and that was before, um, that was well before even in California when it got repealed. So it was just like, oh God, you know, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> so, um, Kyla Pratt, my love. I adore her. She cannot act for nothing in that episode. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> that is my baby. That's I why love she her. didn't come back for any more episodes. Oh <laughs> man, she. I was like, sis, did you get the script like now? <laughs> is that when you got the script? Wallace, oh, I just, I gave him all my money. I don't know what happened. I'm like, girl, she what gave is all her money to somebody. <laughs> That whole scam was nonsense. <laughs> it was like a community. <laughs> and I feel like nowadays, like we're so aware of scams like that that like we can't like nobody would fall for that. Oh, all. but then not only that, I feel but like, like you should have been aware of it back then too. Like what the hell? But then not only that, but then it went into like a whole. Now we're on a college campus, and these guys. Now she's a gamer girl, and then there's this party and. There are these computers. And it's just all this crap. I'm like, this is too much. This episode is too much. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it too. But it was just a lot. It was a lot. It was all, they packed in a lot. So much. For one yes, exactly. There was a lot. It's not felt like it was like a three episode arc. Yeah. And they did it all in one episode. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jane Lynch making her money in everything, which I love. <laughs> Um, Jessica Chastain, she was the one where I was watching. I was like, is that Jessica Chastain? And I was like, oh, I love yes, her. And I thought that was a very, okay. So here's my problem with that episode. The dude wasn't dead. He just got shot in the shoulder. Why did they cover him all the way up? Wait, wait, he didn't die? I don't remember. I did, how did he die? He just got shot in the shoulder. He didn't get oh. shot in the heart. I didn't think so. Maybe he just like bled out. I don't know. And then on top of that, he wasn't even, he wasn't even the guilty one, was he? No, because was, Keith shot the stepdad, the one who yeah. did the actual rape. So then the boyfriend who didn't even do anything was the one who quote unquote died, I guess. Somehow. <laughs> I was like, I remember watching that because it, you know, they show the body in the beginning coming out in the body bag. But when it, and I remember watching it, I was like, he didn't actually die though. I was like, but wait, what? And then at the end when they shot him in the thing and then he was on the ground, he was moving. His head was like, oh. And so I was like, oh, but then they wheeled him out, oh, covered up. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> what happened? It was wild. That thing was still crazy. Um, <laughs> that episode was wild. Um, that was another thing that I I understood why they didn't th do th that. I understand why they did the episode. It was one of the few episodes that wasn't centered in school. And mm -hmm. so it kind of took away her teenage girlness. And she got real deep into other people's business. <laughs> where I'm just like, um, oh, sis. And when they went to the store and then she called Weevil and them and they were like, so I heard you were having the sale. She's like, give me the journal. You know, just all the stuff. And I'm like, uh, this, 
this is not your purview. <laughs> you know, like you are a child. I need you to stay in school. So I don't know. There was something that was a little bit off about the tone for me in that one, but overall it was okay. I, I liked it because at the end, you she realizes that she went too deep, too far in. Yeah. And she saw what could have been the consequence of that like she she yes she's very good at what she does but she doesn't have all of the skills exactly that an adult would have in that position right i don't think she i think i don't think they showed that she understood that very well as time goes on i feel like there is something to be said about that specifically in terms of the guns we know she does not carry a gun, of course, and she has her taser and she's able to kind of use other ways. But there are times where Keith has to get involved with the gun and it's, it's a big deal. And so I understand that we have this huge time jump before season four, but I wish that they would have acknowledged that a little bit in season four because then she's grown, she gets a gun. And there is this there's a shift i think that happens that's just not paid as much attention as i think it needs to be but i do like those turns when they happen in these first couple of seasons because it does show you that she is still very young and she does still have a lot to learn and a lot to go through and keith constantly and consistently has her back no matter what and i really enjoy that dynamic between them I mean, looks like that relationship, it's in his own grief and everything like that, yeah. he allowed too much to happen to his daughter. And then once he's out of it, he continues to allow her to behave in ways that put herself at risk. But he also feels he like he's... Won huh? an argument. I don't think at that point he would have won an argument with her right. about what she could and couldn't do anymore. I feel like but I um, would have liked an attempt. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny. Uh, this is something that does happen a lot in shows, and the idea of kind of becoming the secondary parent in your household when one parent leaves, that kid kind of becoming the secondary parent, and you see it with Wallace and his relationship with his mom. Of course, you see it with Veronica. And then um, you see it uh, with like Styles and his dad. And I think, and I mean, I know that happened with me and my mom. My mom and my dad got a divorce very young. And I was the one that, you know, mowed the lawn and, you know, changed the tires. And I was like, I, when I got a job, I paid bills in our house. And it was like, you, and my mom was very, very, like, I didn't have a curfew. But I was also one of those people that didn't really need a curfew. I was never one who was going to be out in the streets all, t all night, you know, and sleeping at school all day. And so I think that there is a part of Veronica where they over, they do overestimate her maturity, but only because she has shown them that she is mature in several ways. The thing is that they kind of seem to forget the ways in that she's very much a 16-year-old girl, 17-year-old girl. And I think they ignore also the fact that she shouldn't have to be mature right. as much as she is in these situations. Does Keith, know about, does Keith know about the rape? 
not not in season one. No, no, he doesn't. I didn't think so. I don't know if it comes out later. There's a big point where she says, I didn't tell my dad. Okay. So I, I do remember the first time I watched it, waiting and waiting and waiting for that reveal to come out. And I don't know if it ever did. So I'll th- we'll think about that when we get to the next season. Yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't in this season. The, the sheriff, uh, the what's his name, deputy Lamb, Lamb, um, <laughs> him ignoring that rape like that was, I feel like a little fur like darker than I had seen him be in any other part of the. Oh, it's terrible! Yeah, I feel uh, like. But I also feel. Like, it was important to show what the majority of women who report rape have happened to them when they go report it. Mm-hmm. Well, Especially the, at that but the other problem was that it wasn't just because it was a woman reporting rape. It was specifically that it was Veronica Mars. And it was just like, God dang. Um, it was also pointed that like, oh, but these kids are rich. They come from powerful households. Exactly. And you just want me to, you know do my actual job. Right. Yeah. Like, I, do you know how this is going to affect me? And that's a very common thing because men who have parents in power have this tendency to think the rules don't apply to them. Oh, yeah. And, and they don't. And many times they don't. So what are you going to do? Um, if there were any balls dropped character-wise, I feel like I needed a lot more background on Lamb. First of all, he seemed way too young. He seemed very young, especially. I think he was like in his thirties or something like that. One Re- the... was it just in, well? So later, he is caught. Uh, that might be season two that we're or season no. three even the that strip, we're running the into. The stripper scene. But yeah. Are you about the season one where he's making deals with the stripper joint? Where the deputies are sleeping with the strippers to let them keep their liquor license in season one. Was that season? That wasn't season one. Mm-hmm. Because Weevil, one of Weevil, it's it's very in the it's actually the first episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is season one, episode one. Yeah, really? Oh, I yeah. Don't because that. um, the the deal is is that uh, Veronica will destroy the tape of the PC Hers. Oh, that's how she the... meets Wallace. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah. okay, wow. Um, and Lamb was the... there. Go ahead. By the way, the actor who plays Lamb, Michael Money, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, he was 29 when... Okay. um, Still super young to be a sheriff. And (laughs) so, but, and then I'm like, so, and a sheriff is an elected position, and I know he was put in there, so I'm like, what's your history with this town? You know, because Keith was sheriff forever, which means that Lamb had to be like a sergeant or a lieutenant or I don't know exactly how county I'm, sheriff I'm was, guessing but Lamb was at least like he had to went, be more went than a deputy school when he graduated high school probably. Right. Yeah. And so that would have made him at least 11 years on the force. Yes. And so, so but I just feel like for as much familiarity as he had, because I'm like, did he always have this problem with Keith? Because the whole thing was that Keith used to be beloved until he turned on Jake Kane, and then everyone started hating him. But Lana acts like he has always hated him, and so I'm like, what is the backstory? Because Lamb got That's away. That's a good point with, I never thought of. He got away with 
crazy stuff in the in the name of hating Keith Mars. And I'm, I'm sure just he like, just felt like like Keith made him feel dumb. Maybe even when he was sheriff. Well, and that's what I'm wondering. That's worse. what I would like to know because the grudge he is holding against Keith and Veronica is just wild to me. So I'm just like, okay. But um, he's another one that I, but I hear his stuff. I do slightly remember him maybe getting dismissed at some point, but then I don't know how the new sheriff came on. So I guess that's in the books. And so we'll talk about those later. Oh, yes. Um. So yeah, then we have uh, Aaron Paul. A I don't, breaking bad fame. Yes. Who was he? On Veronica Mars, he was just a he was just a suspect he in was, a murder case. Okay, that's why he thought. wasn't a huge character, but, but he was there. he's he's somebody who grew to become famous. To now, be on one show. person you don't have on here, Ooh. which I thought um, when he showed up, I was like, I always wondered what happened to this kid, and. Um, here, there we go. Nope, not episodes. I always wonder what happened to this kid because his counterpart went on to become very famous for a little bit. And that person was Zachary Ty Bryan from Home Improvement. So he played the basketball player Kaz. He was either Kaz or he was... Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, that girl who was going crazy about her midterms. Um, oh, no, but um, no, it was uh, Meg. Remember, Meg thought she had a crush and she thought it was either Cass. Oh, yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah, yep, yep. Right. And so, um, and so I thought it was funny when not just a few episodes later, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was on it. Yes. And I remember I used to love me some JTT all day, <laughs> every day, up, down, all around. JTT, and then when he just kind of dropped off the face of the earth, I was like, dang, what happened to him? So when he popped up, but not only that, but as like 21 Jump Street, I was like, what? And then he was corrupt. I was like, yes, JTT. And then oh, that he, was didn't, so great. he didn't do nothing else. He was like, I'm going back into read. Let me get my syndication checks and let me sit down. So my goodness, that did, that whole episode was wild. That, that was another episode. episode where it was just like, this just, this is too much. And it came out of nowhere, but I'm here <laughs> for it. Because I love the tall guy, the tall friend that was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to this weapons convention and blah, 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 blah. And it was just yeah. like, oh my God. Um, that character comes back in the books. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> I liked him. <laughs> I thought he was tall and cute. You're talking about um, the one that Jonathan Taylor Thomas framed, right? Yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah. Yeah. Comes back in the book. Oof. I love no, that. I'm not telling you the context. Okay, nope. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. And then, of course, um, ugh. Okay. So, Veronica Mars, the hip hop episode. My God. <laughs> Anthony <I> mean, Anderson. <laughs> God bless you for trying to do something that was ethnically focused. <laughs> However. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> this uh, that whole, from top, from T to B, you have the gangster rapper who's all new money. And then, you know, then you have his kids who grew up bougie. 
And then you have the daughter who is legit 30 and in high school. And like, hey, Veronica, we're going to be good friends. And she's like, yeah, we used to be really good friends. And then the daddy's like, yeah, me and my crew. And she's like, no, dad, it's posse. And I was like, is it? What are we doing here? What is going on? 2019, it would be squad or squad outfit. No, I don't know. Oh, my God. It just Group of people. Friends. <laughs> like, we don't need friends. this. It's just friends. We don't need this. And it was just like, oh, God, it was just so, it was so mid-2000s. It's so funny because late 90s, mid to late 90s, there was a very big black renaissance. And it was, and so, and this was another reason, because I actually knew about that episode way before and it was it just fueled my fire for not liking Veronica Mars because you had this explosion of black music black entertainment that was going mainstream and so then you have this show that comes up pops up on the UPN which they used to call it the other people's network (laughs) because it showed black shows really yes yes that's terrible oh I mean that but that's we're like this is where we are if it was because BET was a thing but it wasn't considered a major channel and UPN was was, it wasn't in every market exactly it was only like in the major cities and it was premium satellite right exactly Or like premium cable. And so like, um, so Veronica Mars being on UPN, which was like an open air channel, anyone could watch it. So it was just like, UPN was like a huge deal at that point. So then you kind of slip into the 2000s where people are kind of forgetting about that. And we're getting more into, gr- uh, not grunge, but like, not punk exactly. But, um, you know, uh, Blink-182 and that whole thing of that kind of, dirty boy rock I guess and you, so you kind of get away from the hip hop or hip hop becomes was, more it mainstream. was pop version of punk exactly Ex- pop punk exactly and then the hip hop that you did get was really becoming kind of watered down so it was um, bad boy and diddy and a lot of you know hooks on songs and all this stuff and so when you got to that episode where they're like Which, oh, by yeah. the way Missy L.A. it has come back Yes, she just got her video van, or she's about to get a video Vanguard award. I love it. I love Missy. She's amazing. But um, when they had this thing, it was just like it. It kind of felt like it was trying to be a mea culpa to something where it's like, no, it's this is never going to work. This, you know, you're not forgiven. (laughs) Like at that point. But then when you watch it again, it just looks so corny. I like the episode because I think his name is. Um, his yeah, son Bryce. has been on something else, and I can't figure out what it is. But his son was in another movie oh or goodness. show. But yeah, his son was yeah, Bryce. No, it was Jermaine Williams. There we go. Uh, plays Bryce Hamilton, and you have a person of color who is interested in engineering and in like an academic field, and you have their parent not understanding that. Right. And I think that was a story, it wasn't my story, but I know it's a story that a lot of people needed to see. Well, even the idea of... you can go somewhere different. And now we've gone to academic uh, POC parents 
being accepting of their kids, you know, going into the arts or going into right. whatever. Exactly. Um, so th- that's how it's changed now. But at that time, I thought it was pretty good. Um, at that time, yeah, I couldn't stand it. I was so, I was just like, I was just very annoyed. And when you I watched it on the replay, yeah, when I watched <laughs> it on the replay, I was more like, uh, this is very corny. And then when she's like, oh, I'm married, uh, I'm Mrs. Latoya or Yolanda Bloom now. And I'm just like, come on. I I know, I know. But I was just like, come on, y'all. This is doing the most. But I did like that they did show him to be a caring dad, even though he was still trying to put on that facade of being this gangster and all this other stuff and all the nonsense that kind of happened between all of that. And I did like, he was like, I didn't call that hit. And she was like, yeah, but you made everyone think that you did. And that's even worse, you know? So I was like, oh, all righty. Um, so yeah, it was nonsense. But <laughs> it was just, oh, that episode. And then I was very upset that they threw her under the bus because she legit just disappeared. And what I did like, but it was very, it was very small. And I would have liked for I would have liked for there to be a little more acknowledgement. But as they were going away, Veronica's like, Latoya, I just gotta tell you. And then Latoya's like (laughs) You said Latoya again. I know. (laughs) I'm being the most racist. Being so racist. Yolanda was like, um, oh, no, Veronica, don't worry about it. Or, you know, water under the bridge or something like that. And it's just kind of like, oh, like, you know, she did you dirty. But she's like, I'm past that. And I'm grown now. And I'm married. So it's like, okay, I guess so. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I was was surprised that Wallace didn't have a bigger presence in this episode. The who? Wallace. No, I was actually glad that they didn't. I was very glad that it wasn't like, here's the black episode with all the black people, you know, and because even with Wallace, his storylines very quickly became something's happening on the basketball team. Yeah, it was just like, okay, okay. I did want kind of Veronica stumbling into black culture. Oh, I love it. And Wallace pointing out like, you don't get it. Girl. Oh no! And he, but that happened, and I really liked that. There was a point. Um, I think it was episode two or three where he has his hair twisted, and she was like, "I just want to touch it." And he was like, "Oh, but you're not going to." And I was yeah. like, "Yes, bro!" I was like, "Tell these people, get your hands out and her." And so, and I like that they do have that. And then he he said a few times he was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't get a black woman mad or blah blah, blah you know, you know all that stuff." So I did like that they really kept him very true to that and he i mean that's just him as a person where he's like i'm here to have fun and have a good time but i will also let you know <laughs> so it's like oh all righty <laughs> okie dokie um but and then i also like that veronica in and of herself she she was not racist without being uh without being a specific white about it you know what i mean like Oh, I'm not racist. I don't see color. No, you see color. You know color exists. And because of that, you know, you know how to act around whatever situation. You don't judge people because of their color. And that's the difference. And um, 
in the interactions that she has with Weevil, especially during this season. And then later when we see in season four, it still carries that thing of it's like, yeah, you're Latino, but you're also being a dick right now. So I'm going to call you out for being a dick or I'm going to ask you to help me. And it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. If they talk about anything, mostly it's about Weevil trying to better his class. And then Veronica being like, look, bruh, you know, you can't do it. You can't become high class by being low class. I do like how he calls her on her shit a little bit Yeah, when it happens and kind of throws it in her face that, look, you've just been hanging on our side of the town for a, less than a year. Right. You don't know our struggle. Yep. Yeah, especially when she's That's like, why didn't you... like about Weevil, yeah. Yeah, she's like, why didn't you make a better decision? He's like, there are no decisions. <laughs> All the decisions are terrible for me. You get good decisions. We don't get good decisions, you know. Mm -hmm. And But then you also see the flip side of that when she does call him on it, like, during season four. So they always kind of have this push and pull. And sometimes it goes too far. But for the most part, they can always seem to, you know, get back towards the mean. So I like that, that part of it, too. I think that whole dynamic between Veronica and Weevil is just sort of like saying how oh if you're a white person because a lot of white people will say that like oh i i'm poor i grew up poor so yeah. like you know i still struggle and whatnot but you're still white at the end of the day exactly and i feel like weevil really calls her out for that and that's what it's so funny it's something that i've had to explain to my nephews because especially when this whole rash of like kids getting just shot for no reason and, you know, my nephew, Nebraska is very white. And so, you know, my nephew, he, he grew up with these kids and, you know, these are neighborhood kids. I've known these kids since they were in diapers, you know, and they're growing up and, you know, to have to kind of pull him aside and tell him like, hey, when you go to these parties, when you go, you know, these people are making noise and everything. If the cops show up, you sit down. You know, you do whatever you can. All, your friends will be talking back and laughing and kikiing and whatnot. You sit down. You have your idea. You have your hands up because you are different. And it's just one of those lessons that is very sad to have to have to teach, you know, anybody in that situation. But it's something that is known. And I think that, that they do a very good job of showing Veronica being on the other side. Cause it's like, yeah, Veronica in this small town of Neptune, you might have it tough, but as soon as you step foot outside, no one knows who you are. No one knows your situation. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, you're just you a pretty white girl. Being white. Exactly. I had the same conversation with my nephew where I told him, I was like, because I didn't have this experience growing up. I'm from a Latino majority area mm -hmm. um and so yeah when i left town i i could tell the difference but my experience isn't what you usually see on tv for latinos mm -hmm. and i i was kind of blind to that but right now my nephews are their skin tones darker than mine and so i didn't have to have this conversation uh, about you know how to behave with police because of my skin color but uh, with them, I did. And I was like, look, I was like, you can't just be walking around town right. you know, <laughs> on the side of the street because like, oh, we're walking to the park, like just like anybody else can. You need to be smart. Right. I was like, you can't just be cutting through yards like you're like, you know, a 12 year old does because you don't look like you're 12 exactly. and you're dark. Ugh. 
It's and the so reality scary. of that is it's it's heartbreaking to tell a kid that the world will see them differently, but I'd rather them be alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. We got deep at the end of this one, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped into the deep end. Veronica Mars brings that out in people, man. As it always. entertains you and makes you have those deep conversations. Oh, also, okay, so um, just very quickly, Mac, I completely forgot about her entire storyline. <laughs> For me, Mac was good at computers. I was like, oh, she was switched at birth. Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> and when they did the touch to the car window, I was like, whoa. Oh my God. Oh. I forgot all about that. That makes me cry every time. So. That, that did get does, me. Wait, does that come back later or do they just completely I throw it out? Re- I feel like it does, but I can't remember. Um... It does. Okay, okay. Okay. That's all uh, we'll say. That's all we'll say. Yeah. Yeah. In a very minor way, but it's us. Uh, and then Mac took all those kids' money and bought a car. I was like, Mac! <laughs> that one was a hard one for, to wrap my head around. Was yeah. she taking money to falsify reports? No. Or was she taking money to not... She was taking money to, like, purchase the tests from other people. People were purchasing, like, the test results. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Mac, that makes you part of the problem, baby. But then she got her car, so I was like, okay, I guess. Um, (laughs) While while we're talking about that episode, can we talk about how dated that whole entire thing is? About how, like, the the biggest issue that the students are dealing with is that, like, oh, no, now everybody thinks I'm a slut, quote-unquote. And, and it's that's like no the big slut problem. shaming. Yeah, that's the big problem that like, oh God, I'm, you know, people think I'm a slut now. Like nobody gives a shit about that. Well, the same the back, with like, the hey. girl where she was like, sh- they caught me in the hot tub, but it wasn't even that she was sucking his dick. It was that she was going was down on a popsicle. popsicle. And I'm like, girl, you're, you think your but, life you know, is they did that. Remember when, uh, it was Mean Girls. Uh, someone uh, gave fellatio to a hot dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made out with a hot dog. Was it Amanda oh, yeah. or was it... Uh, was it made out? Other chick. Oh, my God. It might be made out. Yeah, it was uh, made out with a hot dog. Oh, my God, that was one time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, my, my niece is in high school right now, and it's definitely a thing where I'm like, she says something about, like, she'll, she'll tell me what someone else said, and I'm like, you know what that is, right? That's slut-shaming. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like... Like, I just serve as, like, a reminder, like, hey, I know you know this, but it all starts here. Yeah, it definitely does. Because even the way that the other kids were just kind of allowed to react to those girls, like, writing numbers on their locker and then be like, slut, slut. And I'm like, how did you not get punched daily? Yeah, I'm like, I would never. And then the boys get congratulated for theirs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which always cracks me up. That's always a fun equation. I love the idea that all guys are having so much sex, but no girls are having sex. And so yeah. then you ask the question, who are the guys having sex with? <laughs> <laughs> they're having and sex with each other. Exactly. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Not that, not that anything, but that. No. that's oh. gay, no. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like the big issue that everybody was dealing with is like, oh, now, now everybody thinks I'm a slut. But that's, it, who cares about how, how many people you slept with? That's not the issue here, you know? So I feel like that whole episode is, like, kind of sending a negative message. Oh, definitely. 100%. And especially with Meg being, like, she was doing her little tryout, and they were, like, so so she was, like, I'm your baby, I'm your baby. And then she just starts crying (laughs) and leaves. I'm, like, girl, if y'all get back up to that mic, (laughs) like, what is wrong with you? 
So messy. I love it. Oh, my God. Uh, that's when I liked Meg. I'm going to find that clip, dang it. <laughs> and you're going to see Meg was You're gonna going to slice in a clip for the, epi- for the episode later and be right? like, okay, that didn't actually happen. Yes. I'm going to put it at the end of this episode. God dang. Which we are, too. Gosh. This season was a piss act. And um, I'm going to edit this down. We're probably going to have some outtakes (laughs) from all the (laughs) meanderings that we did. (laughs) Messy. In the meantime, Philip, we were talking about sign-offs. What's a good sign-off, you think? Um... Something about Um... Coco. Ooh, speaking of Coco. Oh, marshmallows. Oh. And we're all okay, we're, we're all well, people. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Um, I don't get the cocoa marshmallow thing. We're all people of color, and <laughs> then marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> we're cocoa. Um, oh, the the marshmallow. Your uh, marshmallow, Veronica Mars, a Twinkie. Oh yeah, that bad. That's where the marshmallows come from. Was that it's what, season one? That's what, yeah, it's the first episode. It's when yeah, Wallace meets Veronica. Okay. But um, um, that's no, what, what I was the fans call that. I was like, should we give the season a Raiden um, out of one to five marshmallows? Ooh. Okay, Ooh. one to five marshmallows. I will give it, I will give it 4.5. Only because I'm pretty sure that I liked season two better, but I got to watch it. So my preliminary, so we'll give the official rating before we do the episode for next week. But um, my preliminary rating is going to be a 4.5. All right. What do you say, Philip? Mm, 4.8. Okay. Oh, okay. We're splitting the points. I like it. Uh, What about you, Jeremy? I say five out of five marshmallows. And it might be because I have my nostalgia glasses on for season one. But I I still say season one is the perfect first season. It's the best first season of any television show of all time. I'm willing to amend mine, but I'm going to wait till I watch season two. Because I remember there were point. And of course, season two, we get Tessa Thompson. We get Kristen Ritter. And there was lots of nonsense. And lots of Dick Casablanca's. (laughs) <laughs> and lots of Logan being ridiculous. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. I'm excited. So, so what's okay. our sign off? So, well, first, okay, so next week, you guys, okay. we're going to be talking about season two. And um, so definitely catch up on that. And then, um, let's see, case closed. <laughs> Veronica <laughs> Mars. <laughs> Say goodnight, Philip. Good night, everybody. Woo. Say good night, Jeremy. Good night, Jeremy. Yay. <laughs> and um, you guys, don't forget to check us out on Mars Attack Pod. Is that what it is? I thought it was Mars Attack dot pod. Is it dot? Okay, Mars Attack dot pod. On I, I can double check. <laughs> and shout out to Neptune Rising. Um, they are a very big uh, Veronica Mars fan account. And we're it's hoping Mars Attack dot pod. Yeah. Very, yep. Thank you. Um, we're hoping to become very good friends with them. And, um, we should have been Marshmallow. No, never mind. So, <laughs> so yeah, with that, um, so this, oh, what's, what does she say? Like at the, um, so after going down the analysis of this week, uh, I don't know. I think we really came to some good conclusions about the season and, one way or another, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. 
that episode. We didn't talk about that, and we're not going to. Nonsense. No, that, that, that was the first episode I saw of Veronica Mars. And utter nonsense. I was That's so right, angry. Oh that whole God. episode made me angry. That's why it gets a 4.5. That episode was non Sense. I have a soft spot for that episode because it's the first one I ever seen. Th- so. That's the only soft spot I should give you. <laughs> <laughs> that episode was te- I absolutely loved that they could only afford one song. So the rest of the karaoke songs were in the public domain. And I said, nowhere on God's green earth are you going to karaoke and they're going to be singing, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. <laughs> Someone was singing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. I was like, what is happening? I was, Wait, so they really said she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes? Yes, and they sang Swing Low, Sweet Chariot and they sang something else and it was all in the public domain. And I, I said, this is why. And I, because I didn't learn about public domain songs until like I think Children's Hospital and they did a whole episode on them because I was like why are they singing these songs who chose this especially the swing low sweet chariot I was like what what is happening and then I I was like they could only afford one song and Kristen Bell put her back into it but I do also like that you could tell she was like very classically trained in terms oh, yeah. of singing. And so the getcha was getting her. She wanted to just say, get you. And she was like, getcha, 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 getcha. And I was like, oh <laughs> my God, what is happening? Uh, but then at the end of the day, one way or another, I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you. I'll get you. The stupid song. All right, everybody. Good night. We're going home. Case closed. That's a wrap. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't.